You are listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind the scenes juice on charity season of The Bachelorette and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. to the Daily Roundup here as part of the Reality Steve podcast. I am your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. An interesting Wednesday show for you. Guess who's at it again? This time I'm coming with receipts, so stick around for this one. It's probably going to take up most of the podcast. If we get around to it, going to talk a little bit about Taylor Swift. Tickets are still available, but please listen to what I have to say regarding them. I'll tell you what happened yesterday, and then maybe I'll talk a little about Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it. We'll get to that momentarily. This podcast is brought to you by Earth Echo Foods and their healthy feel-good superfood product that is Cacao Bliss. Right now, if you order Cacao Bliss, you will get 15% off everything at Earth Echo Foods. We all like chocolate. We eat chocolate all the time. How would you like to eat it? Guilt-free and healthy. Helps reduce your cravings. Helps facilitate weight loss. Boosts your energy. Combats inflammation with one simple drink. Put it in water. Put it in milk. You can even put it in your baked goods. It does not matter. Tastes great. And it adds to the intake of chocolate in your body. And it feels good. Guilt-free. Don't even worry about it. Anyway, shop.earthechofoods.com slash realitysteve. Promo code realitysteve for 15% off. Every time you go to Earth Echo Foods, that's shop.earthechofoods.com slash realitysteve, promo code realitysteve. They get you 15% off everything at Earth Echo Foods. If you don't remember that URL address, it's okay. Just go to the show description wherever you listen to your podcasts. Click on Earth Echo Foods. It'll bring you right to the landing page. Purchase the Cacao Bliss, whatever you want, the Island Bliss, anything there, and you get 15% off. Well, let's get to it. When we last left Prick Vial, he was saying that Charity was a pick-me girl. He called her a fuckboy magnet, and he said she just wants to have sex with Xavier. We all know how Charity reacted to that. We all know that Nick never addressed what he said, never took it back, never said, yeah, you know what, maybe I went too far. Maybe that was a little harsh. Of course, he never retracted anything. Because he's never wrong. And if his take is, well, you know, I'm allowed to have an opinion. It's my podcast. Yeah, Nick, nobody's saying you aren't allowed to have an opinion. What we are saying is that maybe every single one of your opinions about some of the women in this franchise is very, very slanted towards misogyny and hatred. Just a thought. Anyway. The insufferable narcissistic windbag was added again yesterday. I think we need to change the nickname. I've come up with quite a few. I think we can add two more things in there. I think we can almost condense it. But insufferable, narcissistic, hypocritical, horse's ass windbag, I think we can add to it. So we'll just get right to it. I'm going to play the clip. I don't want to read it. I'm going to play the clip that was on yesterday's podcast. This is Prick Vial's podcast 
talking about Gary the Bachelor. And this is his producer doing the talking. And the producer has a story she wants to share with Nick. I feel like we might have an exclusive. You know, they announced the Golden Bachelor, Gary from Indiana. Uh Who's got dirt on Gary? You got dirt on Gary? (laughs) I got dirt on Gary. Oh, no. I got dirt Dirt on Gary. Gary. So I got a message from someone whose dad worked with him. Okay, go ahead. So this was like. You got a message from. I'm sorry. I'm just shut the fuck up. (laughs) Politely. (laughs) Okay. This girl who DM'd me, this person who DM'd me, her dad, I believe knew someone who worked with him or like whatever. So it's like the, the dads are all around the same age. And the DM said, so apparently his wife died in 2017 and he was having an affair with another woman at work before she died, then lost his job with the company because he left an inappropriate voicemail for a woman at work and accidentally got sent to the whole company. My dad says he's a slime ball. Who's got that voicemail? We need the voicemail. We need the voicemail. We need the voicemail. How is it? But has this been verified? Are we just, are we just, I like to trust the people who DM me. Oh my God. So here's the thing Nick goes on to be skeptical of what that emailer said to his producer, who thinks she has some tea. I mean, just starting off by saying, think I've got some dirt on Gary. Based on what? An email you received. Do you know how many fucking emails I've received about people in this franchise that I have not shared because, I don't know, I didn't vet anything of it and I just didn't share it? Holy shit. I, she even says, I got an email, a DM from somebody Her dad, I believe, worked with him or whatever. How about actually figuring out who this person is? How about actually doing one second of vetting? Is it that hard? Now, Nick was skeptical the whole time of this email, which is fine. The problem is he allowed it in the first place. Like, Nick, it's your show. Don't you think you need to step in and say something about this? This is a man who literally put me on his podcast to bring me down and basically lecture me for how the information that I report about contestants, I mean, it's laughable. It's fucking laughable. But the information that I reported about contestants has an effect on their lives. Nick, I agree. And what I was doing years ago was wrong. I've since changed that behavior. July 14th, 2020 is when you had me on your podcast. Later on, after you posted that podcast, we texted back and forth. In case you didn't know, I don't delete any text message I have with anybody in my life. All of my text messages are still there. Okay? So, after Nick posted my podcast, we all know the reaction he got. A lot of my fans, a lot of people that listened to that podcast were all over Nick, giving him a bunch of one-star reviews and saying, that was terrible the way you handled things. 
which I agree with. So (laughs) I think what's funny is this is the first text that Nick sent me after the podcast posted July 14th, 2020. 10.02 a.m. Haha, it's amazing how diehard some of your fans are. Hope you enjoyed it. Gave your podcast a tease at the end. And then I wrote, because at that time, I was seeing the response of how bad it was. And I've told you numerous times when I recorded it, because I've done so many interviews, I just didn't think anything of it. And then when I listened to it back, I was like, wow, that was horrible. So I wrote, I'm trying to digest all of it and what I've been getting in response. I definitely have some thoughts and we'll address those on Thursday, but it'll be pretty much what I said Sunday with Ashley, which is you and I are just not going to see eye to eye on certain topics in this franchise. But now that they've heard the podcast, I can actually talk about those topics. And he wrote this in return. I'm assuming you're referring to our difference of opinion about the show. I just hope in the end, whatever you think of the show, you see how your actions can have a great impact on people's lives. So you really need to be careful about sharing your bias. As you can see, people really listen to you. How about you take your own advice, Nick? Later on in that text conversation, he brought up the Jenna story, something that I have told you for years was the biggest regret I have as Reality Steve. It's the worst reporting I've ever did. I've never hidden from it. I've owned it. I deleted everything. Had Jenna on the podcast. You know the story. This is what Nick said when he started talking about Jenna. This was towards the end of our conversation. Four straight texts to me. Jenna shouldn't have to spend a year and a half trying to clear her name. Any other outlet would have looked for verify the accusations. Nice English. Anyways, I have to go. Thanks for coming on. I have no doubt you can try to defend it all. At the end, you're simply as guilty as anyone from NZK of thinking of themselves before others. Holy shitballs. I mean, if this isn't the pot calling the kettle black, I don't know what it is. The guy literally told me what I say and my actions have a great impact on people's lives in this franchise. Well, Nick, since I know you know and you think you have a very big mouth in this franchise and certainly bigger than Reality Steve's, you're the big dog, right? Don't you think your words carry a little bit of weight? So you're going to let your producer come on and just read some random DM that she got that literally, literally tears down the Golden Bachelor before we even see his first episode. And we're not talking about, oh, he wasn't nice to me in high school. No. Your producer read an email from someone who said, yeah, I believe, you know, the person said to the producer, and the producer didn't even know, oh, I think her dad worked with him or whatever. Exact wording that she used. And then the email goes on to say, in 2017, his wife died, and he was carrying on an affair with somebody else, and he sent a lewd message to somebody at work and was let go. You don't think you needed to maybe, I don't know, 
either A, not even tell that story and relay it since you never verified it, or B, try and verify it? <laughs> did, you, did it ever think to you that maybe, just maybe, his daughters, who are still alive, now have to hear something like that come out? And you just took it, and if you can, if your if your defense is, hey, I'm just putting it out there. I didn't say it was true. No, you didn't say it was true, Nick. But this is exactly what you accused me of. Don't throw shit out there that you don't even vet, because Nick, I'm telling you, people that listened to his podcast yesterday are automatically going to believe that about Gary. There was something put out there earlier this season about one of Charity's dudes because someone sent a DM out. And they said, I got a DM saying this guy wasn't good and this guy cheated on and this guy submitted his application while he was dating somebody. Great. I got the same exact email at the beginning of the season and I've never mentioned it once. You know why? Because there was no need to. But the second you throw it out there, it automatically becomes fact in a lot of people's heads. I cannot believe he shared that about the new Golden Bachelor. We're not talking about something minor. The guy's wife died in 2017, and you're throwing out a random accusation that he was running around on his wife. Holy crap, you're an asshole. And if you think it ended there, it didn't. Then Nick goes on to say that because he's t- because now he's basically, even though he might not believe it and he was being skeptical about that DM, he then basically adds to the story by speculating now that maybe because his wife was sick in 2017, she couldn't perform in bed, so she gave Gary a hall pass to do what he wanted. You might think I'm making this up. It's all there. It's all there. This wasn't stuff that was relayed to me, and I'm kind of paraphrasing. I listened to it because I knew this was something that you needed to hear. He actually said his dying wife maybe just couldn't perform, so she gave Gary a hall pass. Maybe that's why this story came to light. Nick, you, first off, you don't even know if the fucking story is true, and now you're throwing on added speculation. You know what some people out there, not everybody, but some people, I don't know, maybe some people that worship you for God knows what reason, maybe some people that love what you say and hang on every word you say are now going to think the Golden Bachelor cheated on his dying wife back in 2017 because of you, nobody else. Your producer read it, it's on you. It's your show. I, I, I cannot believe I thought last week with charity was just bottom of the barrel stuff. This is worse. I mean, he's Dumois at this point. Duvial. Nick Moir. <laughs> Whatever you want to call him. That's what he is. That's what he's resorted to. A guy just throwing shit out there because his producer got a DM from somebody that she never vetted. And let's take it a step further. Let's say she actually did that. She didn't vet it, but let's say 
this was vetted and all true. Did it need to be told? For everything this guy has gone after me for, for everything he accused me for of the past, in the past, which ultimately led to a change in my behavior and how I cover the show, for him to go do the exact same thing, and even if this was true, to report something like that and joke about it like that, I, I, it just, it's, it's, it's laughable now. It is laughable what this guy is doing now. He is a tabloid, clickbait loser. That's what he's turned into. He's got to get you. I don't know. I know he gets good download numbers. Why is he resorting to this garbage? He doesn't need clickbait headlines. He doesn't need stuff like this. This is embarrassing for his brand. And don't tell me, well, you know, Steve, Nick was skeptical the whole time of the email. I get that. But what's the point of being skeptical if you're still going to allow it to get out there and then, two, add on to speculation by throwing in awful stories about his wife giving him a hall pass because she was sick? You don't think the family... He's literally telling me three years ago in a text message that I just read to you on my phone, stop it. Your words, basically, Steve, your words carry weight. It affects people in this franchise. Yet here he is doing what he just did yesterday. I just, I mean, I don't, I'm almost, I can't say I'm speechless because they just went on for, 18 minutes about it, but <laughs> what's, and, and the, and the, you know, the thing is he won't address this. He'll never talk about it. He'll never say, you know what? That was out of line. He won't take the podcast down. Nothing. It's up there and shit. It won't even matter at this point. It's all out there. Look at some of the comments underneath what underneath yesterday's podcast. Some people are like, are you serious? I hope the family, I honestly hope his sisters, Gary's sisters, the Golden Bachelor, I hope, not his sisters, his daughters, I hope his daughters release a statement about this. I really do. I hope they call him on the carpet because when I bring it up, when Dave Neal brings it up, when Game of Roses brings it up, Nick conveniently just never addresses anything we say ever. But I guarantee you, a guy who literally calls tabloids every time they write something negative about him. I guarantee if us weeklier people gets a statement from the sisters, Nick's going to have to be forced to make a retraction. And that will eat him up inside because the guy can never admit when he's wrong. Ever. How many times have I been wrong in this franchise and owned it and admitted it? Every time? I've never put it on a source. I've never put it on anybody else. It's my site, my podcast. When I get something wrong, it's on me. And I've never run from that, ever. This guy can't even say, man, you know what? I shouldn't have said that. That was kind of rude. For a guy who's been in all these people's positions as a contestant and as a former lead, you tell me. You tell me if what you heard that producer say, and then you heard the conversation later, 
of him speculating. Well, maybe his wife couldn't perform sexually and she let him do that. Oh, my God. Everybody that was part of that show, I think, literally should be suspended or something. They're not going to be, clearly. But it's like every week. You know, we're not talking about, you know, you can say, Steve, uh, you obviously have it out for Nick. I'm providing you, I'm, I'm taking what Nick says that you hear him say on his podcast and then I'm bringing it back to things that he has said to me personally. I read you what he wrote in a text to me, July 14th, 2020, the day the podcast between him and I went up on his page. Trust me, that whole text conversation that day was ugly. It was ugly because him and I didn't agree on any of it. It was just back and forth, a bunch of disagreeing. You want to know a funny story about that about that text conversation too? I got <laughs> you'll like this. I got so fed up during that text conversation that I screenshot a part of the conversation where I was just like of something that Nick said and I sent it to a mutual friend of ours and I and I sent it and said, "God, he's such a dick." The problem was <laughs> I accidentally sent it to Nick. I didn't mean to. I honestly honestly meant to send it to our mutual friend to say, like, look at what he's saying. He's such a dick. But the problem is I sent it to Nick. And he's like, who did you just screenshot our conversation to? I'm like, oh, my bad. Well, at least you saw it. You know how I feel. And I basically just continued. I didn't hide behind it. I didn't say, whoops, no, that was an accident. I just said, yeah, I sent it. Sorry. But I thought you were being a dick. And, yeah, so the conversation didn't get any better from there. But, oh boy, that, that whole conversation you would absolutely love. Um, uh, it, it was a lot of what was going on during Paradise that year. And, you know, him and I just didn't see eye to eye on anything. You heard the podcast that when I was on with him. So, um, yeah, it's, it's just more of the same. It's like he's the moral authority to tell everybody else how to act, yet Mr. Hypocrisy is just swimming in his own feces right now (laughs) because he literally puts his foot in his mouth once a week. It's like a weekly occurrence now. It's unbelievable. So, hey, I I laid it all out there for you. It's just another example. Um, He'll never address it. He'll never take the podcast down. But that is some pretty sickening stuff that he said yesterday. I, you know what? I mean, I'm not going to contact Gary's daughters and send this to them. They probably don't want, I mean, God, I can't even imagine what they're thinking right now that this asshole who has a podcast just randomly throws out that their dad cheated on their dying mother six years ago. Are you kidding? I, I still can't believe I just said that. And yet he's got two daughters who are still living to this day who are probably sitting there going, wait, huh? I hope they call him out. I really hope they do. Because like I said, he's not going to respond to me or Dave or or Game of Roses or She's All Batch. He's not going to do it. He never does. But if Us Weekly calls him out and has a headline that makes Nick Vial look bad, he will be on speed dial within .2 seconds of his favorite reporter over there. 
Guaranteed. And if they don't pick up, he's going to E. And if they don't pick up, he's going to people. That's what he does, and that's who he is. The insufferable, narcissistic, hypocritical, horse's-ass windbag. I'm done. Thank you all for listening. Really appreciate it. Uh, please follow me on Apple Podcast. Rate and review if you can. I'd really appreciate it. And the Sports Daily will be up in an hour from now. I don't think there's going to be reader emails today. I don't have enough. Uh, and we'll see if there's a column that comes up. Um, tomorrow I leave for California for the weekend. I'm excited. 30-year high school reunion. Can you believe that? Holy shit. But looking forward to it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, but, yeah, we're on schedule. Uh, nothing's going to change. You're still going to get your podcasts over the weekend. Might have a surprise for you even on next Monday's podcast because I'll still be recording in California on Sunday night. Got some plans to meet up with people and probably include them on the podcast. So how about that for the Daily Roundup on Monday? Anyway, thank you all for listening if you made it through that whole rant, I appreciate it. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.